Yud Beis Amad Aleph. Eight lines from the bottom, double dots. Amarabba. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And we'll see his name coming a few times. Whoever doesn't say MS Vyatsiv Shachris in the morning, the MS Vemuna Arabis, MS Vemuna in the evening, La Yotsi de Chavasa. He is not, he is not Yotsa. Now, the, the, the Shulchan Aruch explains when you say he's not Yotsa, it doesn't mean He's not Yotsa because he says Shema, it just doesn't say MSV Yatsiv or MSV Munna, but it means he doesn't do it in the way that Chazal established it. You say Shema with the brochels before and afterwards, etc. So, Shenem, as it says, to relate your kindness in the morning. So, MSV Yatsiv, which we say in the morning, is all about the Nisim that Koshbochel did for us when we came out of Mitzrayim and the Kriyas Yamsuf and so on. So that covers uh, and the Amuna is in the evening because in them we're talking about when we talk about MSV Amuna we're talking about that what Kodesh is going to do for us in the future he will help us, will save us from our oppressors and therefore we're going to have Amuna that Kodesh will do it in the future that's Amunos Chobalela so that's where MSV Amuna comes under somebody who doesn't when he comes to a brocha where he needs to bow down at baruch he bows down and then ato he remains bowing down when he straightens up he straightens up at the name of Hashem What's the reason of Rav that you do it like this, that you, so, you bow down at Borov, stay, stay at Atar, and then come up at Hashem? Because it says, Hashem Zaykev Kafufim. It's, it's, it's actually a posset, Hashem Zaykev Kafufim to heal him. But as we know, Brocha Zaykev Kafufim means he straightens the bent. So in other words, Hashem Zaykev Kafufim. When you mention Hashem, then you stand up straight again. That's where he gets the, that's where he gets the idea from. Mesavay, the Gemara Sakasha, as follows. There's another posuk in Malachi. It says, Mipnei Shmi Nichasu. Nichas means to be humbled. So, Mipnei Shmi, when you mention my name, you should be humbled. So, in other words, that's mashma, that when you're saying the name of Hashem, you should still be in a bowing down position. But here we just said, you, be, you should straighten up by, at the name of Hashem. Answer the Gemara, Miksiv Bishmi, it doesn't say at my name. Because if it would say Bishmi, then it would imply that you should be bent while saying the name of Hashem. Mipaneshmiksiv, it says before my name. In other words, before my name is, that's when you should, um, that's when you should be in a humble position. Before my name, before you say the word Hashem, you should be bowing down. And then, but at Hashem, the ready, you should be coming up. So, Shmuel said to Chiyabarav, Ba'orion, Ben Tyra. Come and I'll tell you something, something really good that your father said, namely your father Rav. This is what your father said. When a person bows down, he bends down at Baruch, and when he straightens up, he stands up when he says Hashem. When Rav Cheshes used to bow down, he would bow like a rod. In other words, a rod goes straight down. It bows straight down. 
However, Kiko Zokiv, when he would straighten up, Zokiv Kafchevya, he would straighten up like a snake. A snake apparently raises his head first and then the rest of his body. The idea is he didn't want to create the impression that uh, bowing down is a burden on him at all. So in other words, when you when you do it, when you start off, you do it straight away. You go in one in one movement, you can't go straight down. When you come up, you come up first your head and then your the rest of your body slowly. But Omram Khinna Sabah Mishmedirab, another member of the same person. Kolashana Kula, Aldumismalokala Kodash. Throughout the whole year you say Akala Kodash, Malachaev Soko Mishbot. Chutzmiasara Yomim Shmain Rosh Hashanah Yomikipurin. Except the Aserus made Shuva, as we all know. Okay, this is easier than last last week's beer and wine saga. Okay, so Revelosa, I Revelosa says, Afila Omar Kela Kodesh Yotza. Even if you say Hokela Kodesh during the Aserus made Shuva, it's also okay. Shenem, as it says, by Yigba Hashem Svarzba Mishbot, for Kela Kodesh Niktash Bitstoka. As we this Apostolic. That's the Posik in Yeshaya, but it's also what we say in the davening. Which means, HaKadosh Baruch Hu will become made high, become exalted through Bamishbot, through judgment. HaKadosh Baruch Hu will be made holy through Bitzloka, with justice. So Amosai, when is Vayigba Hashem Tzvaz Bamishpot? When does the Kodesh Baruch Hu become exalted through judgment? These are the ten days between Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur when Rosh Hashanah judges the world. Yet the Posset carries on to say Akela Kodesh. So that comes to tell you that even if you say it, if you say Akela Kodesh during Asos Meishuvah, it's also okay. My Havalot, so what was the decision finally that was made? Omar Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef says, Hokela Kodosh Umelechayev Stoko Mishpot. That even between Rosh Hashanah and Kippur, we do not say Amelechayev Kodosh or Amelechayev Mishpot, we say Hokela Kodosh Umelechayev Stoko Mishpot. Rabbi Omar Rabbi says, Amelechayev Kodosh Umelechayev Mishpot, Vehilchazer Karabba, as we all know, the halacha is, we say Amelechayev Kodosh Umelechayev Mishpot. Halacha Lemai says, if you say, if you say Hokela Kodosh, you've got to repeat it. But Amelechayev Mishpot, a Melachai of Mishpot, you don't have to repeat it. Why? Because you're saying Melech. Since you say Melech, I have Stockholm Mishpot, you already said the word Melech, and therefore that's why you don't have to repeat it. But anyone who's got the opportunity to daven to Hashem for Rachamim, for whatever it is, wherever that person finds himself in, where with the Rachamim for another person because he's not well, or Panosa reasons, or whatever it is. The Einem Avakish, and he makes himself Nishvisendik, he doesn't, uh, doesn't daven at all on behalf of him. Nikrochaita, he's called a sinner. Shenema, as it says in the Posuk, this is talking about Shmuel, is speaking to Am Yisrael, he says, Far be it for me to sin against Hashem, Mechadalisbalelbadchem, to not, not, uh, to refrain from davening on your behalf. So in other words, it shows that if I would not daven on your behalf, I'd be considered mechatai, I would be considered a chaitai, a sinner. Omar Robert says, Robert im tamal chochamhu, if the person who needs rachamim is a tamal chocham, sorech sheyachle atzmaralov. It's not enough just to daven on his behalf, you're going to literally make yourself ill on, 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 your behalf, on his behalf. Now, it doesn't mean literally you have to make yourself ill. It means, you know, you shouldn't have any peace till the request is granted. You should be thinking about it the whole time. Others say the explanation means not that you should make yourself ill. 
but if somebody is in pain you should feel the pain you should feel and try and put yourself in the same position to feel what they how the, how they feel you know the famous story about Rabbi Ari Levine who goes to the doctor how is our his wife's foot was hurting and he said to the doctor our foot hurts you see because he felt you know you've got to feel the pain of somebody else so that's what it means and make yourself ill my timer what's the reason that you've got to make yourself ill if a time of Chochem is suffering if you want to say that it's because it's written now here we are talking about Shaul he tells off his people because they didn't they didn't become ill on his behalf and they also didn't inform him that Yohanoson his son was helping David and since Shaul was a Tamad Chochem the fact that he's saying that none of his uh, avodim were ill on his behalf shows us that for you, you have to, as the explains, you've got to make yourself ill for a, a uh, time of chacham. Because none of you is sick on my, on my behalf, or the guyless osni reveals to me that my what, that my son is rising up against me. So if you want to learn it from that, that's where we learn from that you have to be make yourself ill if a another a Tamil Chochum is in trouble I will say perhaps a king is different in other words if it's a king who is the most important person therefore you've got to make yourself ill but where do we know that for an ordinary person you've got to make yourself ill you learn it the proof is from here now this was um, David HaMelech and Rashi says Rashi says this refers he was referring to Doig and Achitofel and they were Tamid Chachomim and he says as for me when they were ill he says the posset carries on Levushi um, sack my clothing was sackcloth and he carries on I afflicted myself with fasting so when they were ill, so it shows, since Rashi says, since it's about Dagon Achitofel with Hamid Chachomim, and David Amelach, so to say, made himself ill by fasting, so therefore that's where we learn it out from. Anyone who doesn't have Vera, but he's embarrassed about it, all his sins are forgiven. There's different shots in whether it means all his sins are forgiven, or it means all the sins which he is embarrassed about are forgiven. Shenema, as it says, Lamantiskri Vavosht, in order that you remember and should be ashamed, La Yilachot Piskon Pemipnekli Mosech, and you will no longer need an excuse because you've been humiliated. I forgive you for all that you have done, Um Hashem Alakim. This is what Hashem says in Yecheskel. So we can see from here that if a person is embarrassed about it, then he will be forgiven the Avera. Says Gemara, that's not a proof. Dilmat Sibur Shiny. Perhaps Sibu is different because here Cheskel, who was t- he was talking to all the people in Yerushalayim. So perhaps if you speak to Sibu and they were embarrassed about it, that's fine. But where do we know that Bushot to be embarrassed is effective as a kapora for an individual? So we don't know that Elamelcha. You must learn it out from somewhere else. Now, there's uh, we, we're going to quote some psukim now. A little bit of background. It was like this. Shaul, the night before, he was going to fight the Pelishtim. And he was very, very scared. So he asked Hashem 
for advice and he didn't get an answer. Uh, so what did he do? He went along, do you remember we learnt in, in uh, I'm sure we learnt it in school, the Witch of Endor. Yeah, he, he, he managed to get hold of the Witch of Endor. Now she was able to put him in touch with Shmuel who was no longer alive. So that was the story. He, he said, so he, he, he wanted to ask Shmuel because he couldn't get a reply from Hashem. He wanted to ask Shmuel, am I going to be successful? What will be tomorrow? So now this is where the posik starts. Shmuel, who remember, had died already. It says, Why did you disturb me to raise me up? You're not supposed to try and communicate with a person who is no longer alive. Shmuel answered and he said, I'm in great distress and the Pelishtim I want to want to wage war against me. away from me, and he doesn't answer me. Neither either to give me a message through Navim through the prophets, nor Bachalomus, not in dreams either, because sometimes a person can have a dream, and it can tell you what to do. In fact, I, when uh, the, the grandson of the Chovitz Chaim, he, he was nifted about a couple of years ago. I forget what his name is. Sorry? So Mendel's at Hillelzak's. Yeah? He came here, and I asked him, I said, did the Chovitz Chaim, because he was the grandson of the Chovitz Chaim, his mother was the youngest child of the Chovitz Chaim. I said, is it true that he forecasted what, because remember, he was Nifta, Chovitz Chaim was Nifta in 1933. I said, is it true that he forecasted what was going to happen in, in the Second World War? So he said, I can only tell you what I heard from my mother. Two things he heard from, the mother, from his mother. He said one thing was that the Second World War will be a kinderspiel, sort of a, 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 a children's play compared to what the First World War was. That was one thing. And the second thing was his mother told him that the Chovitz Chaim appeared to her in a dream. I don't know when it was, just before the war started, and said, get out of here. And she got out, and that saved her life. So we see, like... People can have dreams, and this, you know, sometimes say, ain't Chalam below Devarim Batalim, but sometimes there can be some meaning in dreams. So he's saying here, Shmuel was saying, um, uh, Shol was saying, um, I didn't get any answer from Hashem, neither through the prophets, nor through the, nor through the, um, through Chalam, through, through dreams. So therefore, I, I had no alternative but to call upon you, even though you're no longer alive, to inform me what I should do. Now, the, in the Posig it says he also consulted the Urim Vatumim. Urim Vatumim, remember, was a parchment which had the name by Shemon, and it was put in the Choshen of the, the breastplate of the Klein Godel. And if there was questions of national importance, then they used to be put to the, to the Choshen, Klein Godel used to do it, and the letters which were there on the stones used to light up and give the answer. Now, it says in the Posuk that he consulted the Urim Vatumim, but yet when he spoke to Shmuel, he didn't tell Shmuel that I'd consulted the Urim Vatumim. He just said, I, I asked Hashem, he didn't answer me, neither through prophets nor dreams, but he didn't mention the Urim Vatumim. The Ilu Urim Vatumim, like Omar, he didn't mention it. You know why? Mishum the Katle Lenov Because he was embarrassed because he had killed Nov Irakainim. Now, Nov Irakainim was a town where uh, David Amelech came there. Remember, David was running away from Shal Amelech, 
arrived and he said, I want some, he, he pretended he was on a secret mission on behalf of Shalom Melech, and he asked us for food and for a weapon, etc., and the Kainim believed him, and somebody reported that back to Shaul, and as a result, Shaul gave instructions that neither Kainim or the Kainim should be killed, should be killed there. Now, he was embarrassed afterwards, he found out that, uh, they were totally innocent, because they were taken in by Dov. David had told them that, uh, he's doing something on behalf of Shaul, where he wasn't, he was running away from Shaul. So the point was like this, he was embarrassed because he didn't mention the Urim Vatumim because he was embarrassed about Novi Rakhainim. Now, if you have a look in Rashi, it explains what's one got to do with the other. Have a look, if you're sort of um, about a third of the way down in the Rashi, Gamba Chalomis Gamba Nevi'im, Omale did not say to him Gamba Urim, that he had consulted the Urim Vatumim, the Fishin is Spayashimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimimim
Now, what happened was when Shaul sent somebody else to kill the Novirakainim, this particular town, what happened was there were seven Givainim who were killed. Right? And not only that, now because since they acted in Nov as water carriers and as woodchoppers, they lost their panossa as well. Because the, 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 the town was wiped out. So, uh, David Amalek, there was a famine at the time. So, David Amalek said, well, what can we do to make it good? So, they said, the, the, the Gavonim said, V'kan Hashem give us Shol, and we will hang seven sons of Shol for the sake of Hashem in the Giver of Shol. That's what we'll do. Once we'll do that, then the famine will stop. And then it says, Bechir Hashem. So, who said this? Bechir Hashem means the chosen of Hashem. Now, these people, they had it in for sure because he had killed their people in Novi Akonim, the Givonim. So they weren't saying Bechir Hashem, so the Mokamara carries on and says, Yosta Baskal, the Omra Bechir Hashem. A Baskal, a voice came out from heaven and says, He is the chosen one of Hashem. And since Shaul was called the, the, the chosen one of Hashem by a Baskal, it's obvious that his sins must have been forgiven. They wanted to put in the Pasha Bolok together with Shema. In other words, every time when you say Shema, you say also the Pasha Bolok. Why did they not do that? It takes too long. People have got sort of, you know, a certain amount of patience. And, you know, if it takes too long, doubling, it's no good. So therefore, that's why they didn't put in Bolok. With with a Krishna, asking on my timer, why did they want to put Bolok, Pasha Bolok, in Krishna? What's the connection? Ilay, maybe you want to say Mishum Sib because it says Kel Matziom Mimisrayim. Akoshvach took them out of Egypt. Leima Pasha's ribbis or Pasha's Mishkolas. You've got Pasha's ribbis. It says Altikach Meitan Neshach Vatarbis. You mustn't charge interest, and it ends off. And Yashem Lakel Asher Tzesi Eschem Eretz Mitzrayim. So it's it mentions about Mitzrayim, but it's very short. Or you've got the Pashas Mishkolot, so you shouldn't use false weight. Abnei Tzedek, etc., etc. And the end of the passage also says, So you've got two Pashas which are very short, which mentions Mishraim. Say them instead. No. That's a, is a, that can't be the reason because he says Kel Matziom in Mitzrayim. Elam Raviyos Ba'avim Mishum Dachsiv Bahai Kroh because it, we've got the following positive. Korah Shochav Ka'ari Uchalovi Miyukimenu. He crouched down and laid down as a lion. Uchalovi, it's also another name of a lion. The, the Reduk mentions that, that a lovi is a slightly heavier and more fierce lion than, than an Arya, but it's also part of the lion family. Who dares to stand him up? So, what has that got to do with the Krishna? Have a look at Rashi. Rashi says, Korah Shochav, about two-thirds of the way down, because we're talking about lying down and getting up. The Domi, similar, lying down and getting up in the morning. He guards us when we lie down, when we get up. In order that we have a peaceful sleep and... um a restful, peaceful sleep, like the lions, they sleep very well. I went, I took my grandchildren recently to one of the zoos, one of the, where was it, Danny, you told me to go there, down the M1. No, one of the zoos. Whipsnade, Whipsnade, oh, Whipsnade. And they said that the lions sleep for 21 hours a day. I never knew that. But in any case, it seems they're very relaxed and they're very restful because they're not worried about anybody else. 
So you see, this is the idea, Korashok of Ka'ari, Cholova Yimikamenu, we're talking about lying down and getting up, which fits into Bashok Bachov, Kumachov, Kurishima. Says Gomorrah, so, no, so why didn't they say it? So what you worry, that's the posuk, that's why they wanted to fit Pasha Bolot and Kurishima. Because of that posuk. So, but they said we couldn't do it because it was too long. So the Gemara says, well, lay my psuk of a silver lights. Just say that posuk and no more. Of the Gemara Gramira, we've got a Kabbalah called Pasha de Pascha Moshe Rabbeinu Paskilon. Any a passage of Torah that Moshe Rabbeinu divided, we can divide. The Lai Pascha Moshe Rabbeinu Lai Paskilon. But if Moshe Rabbeinu did not divide it, we can't divide it. Now, if you have a look in next week's Pasha, in Pasha's Bolok, you'll see that the whole of Pasha's Bolok, apart from the last nine Pesukim, is one long story. It's not divided up at all in, in, into chapters or anything like that. And therefore, since it wasn't divided in the Torah, we can't divide it. You will, you will, obviously, we know that when we uh, line on Shabbos, therefore, we do sometimes divide it up. We make Shani, Shlishi, Ravi, etc., etc. But that's because we're going to continue on saying the rest of it. But where you're just saying one posseg on its own and you're not continuing it afterwards... You can't do that. So therefore that's why you can't do it. Now the Gemara asks another question. Pasha Sitsis Ben Makavur. Why do we say Sitsis in the Shema? Because of, because of five things that Sitsis uh, sort of uh, uh, remind us of. Mitzvah Sitsis. The Mitzvah Sitsis, obviously. Sitsis Mitzrayim. All Mitzvahs. The Yoka Commandments. We'll see all the Psukim which reflect that. But Das Minim. And the need to be, beware of, uh, the opinions of Apikorosim. Here are various sinful thoughts for here are Zora and idolatrous thoughts. Now, incidentally, if you add those up, you'll see it's six. So, either some say that Das Minim and here are Zora is one and the same. Others say, you know, the fact that Yitzhak Mishraim is in it is obvious. But it's just the five extra things apart from Yitzhak Mishraim. So it says the Gemara, Bishlem Mahani to last Mephalshon. The first three are mentioned in the Pesach as follows. Oh, mitzvahs, the yoke of mitzvahs, or re'isamayasas, chasam is called mitzvahs Hashem. So that's the, the relevant Pesach. Tzitzit, tzitzit, osolem, tzitzit. Yitzit, mitzrayim, tzitzit, asher, tzitzit, chemer, tzitzit, etc. That's fine. And what about the other three? Das minim, hira, vera, 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 zara, minala, where are they mentioned in the Pesach of tzitzit? The Tanya says, achrei levavchem, you shouldn't go after your heart, zu minus. This refers to Minus Apicorsus, Vachenu Omen similarly says, Oman novel belimba enelakim, a novel, a degraded man, referring to Apicorus, it says in his heart, Ain Elakim, there's no God. So therefore, you can see that Minus is something to do with Lave. Achre Nechem, after your eyes, Zehur Avera, that's Avera, Shenem, it says, Vyami Shinshin al Oviv, Shinshin said to his father, Take that woman for me because she is nice in my eyes. So you see that uh, sort of any uh, thoughts that even though Shimshon he did nothing wrong by saying that, but ga- you can see that sort of gazing with the eyes can bring on wrong thoughts. Atem zaynim zaynim is zehur avadazara. That's uh, thinking about avadazara. simply says They went astray after. The Balim, and that refers to Avodah Zorah. Incidentally, the, the, the last Torah on the page brings something very interesting. That it says in the Yerushalmi that all the Aseris Adibras, all the Ten Commandments, are alluded to in the three passages of Shema. And the Torah Rabbi Yudah Chosid actually goes through each one to tell you exactly what it is. 
Okay, let's just uh, finish off. The Mishnah says as follows. Well-known Mishnah, we should say, Say tonight, Maskir and Yisias Mishraim Balelus. We mention Yisias Mishraim Balelus at night. So what's the big Chiddush of that? If you have a look at Rashi, Maskir and Yisias Mishraim Balelus, Pasha Tzitzis B'Kriya Shema. We mentioned Tzitzis. Afapi She'ein Lailos Man Tzitzis. Even though night is not a time for Tzitzis. So see if you're at so when you see it, which means during the day... Uzchartem, Omer Moshebala. Nevertheless, you say that Pasha night. Why? Because of the Yitzias Misraim. That's the Chiddush. Omer Abel Ezra Nazari says Rabbi Ezra Nazari Hari Anik Ben Shivim Shama. Even though I'm only 18 years old, I'm like 70. We all know, of course, that his beard turned white and so on. Now the two Pshatim in this. He says, translate it. I, 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 I did not have the Zchus to convince my colleagues that Yitzhiyas Mastraim should be said at night. In other words, even though Akashmoku felt it right, that at a young age of 18 I should become the Nossi, nevertheless I'm still unable to convince my my colleagues that you should uh, say Yitzhiyas Mastraim Balelas. Others say Pshatiz Vazachisi, even though I know that you should say Yitzhiyas Mastraim Balelas, I have not found the posset to back that up. Which fits in very well with, with what we're going to carry on. Ashidosha ben Zayman, until ben Zayman came along to Shunem, and he said, Laman Tiskos, Yom Seischom, Eretz Nostraim, Kol Yemei Chayecho, you should remember about Egypt all the days of your life. Yemei Chayecho refers to Hayomim, the days. Kol Yemei Chayecho, is Halelus, means nights as well. Bachachom, Omrachom said, no, it's not for day and night, but Yemei Chayecho is Eidemazer, this year, this, um, world, that we will talk about Yitzhiyas Mosraim even when Mashiach comes. Tanya, Amalem ben Zayim lechachomim. Ben Zayim said to chachomim, v'chim askiri Yitzhiyas Mosraim lemaisa Mashiach. The chachomim, you remember, learn, it says, kol, um, kol yimei chayecho, yimei chayecho zay lemazeh, kol yimei chayecho is lahavi lemaisa Mashiach. So clearly saying that we will talk about Yitzhiyas Mosraim when it comes to Mashiach times. So, in, in, so the Gemara then says, Ben Zayma asks him, "V'chim maskirin siyas mosraim demais haMashiach." Is that true that we will mention siyas mosraim when it comes to Mashiach? Well, like Vanema, it says, "Hine yomim boim lo Mashem." Days are coming. The word of Hashem. Lo yomrad chay Hashem asheheles bnei Yisrael meisasraim. People will no longer talk about Hashem bring us out of Egypt. Kim chay Hashem asheheles asheheviyazera bnei Yisrael meisasafaina. But people will be talking about bringing the people from the house of Yisrael, Me'eretz Sfinah, from the lands of the north, and from all the lands where we disperse them. In other words, we will be talking about what's going to happen in the Yemais HaMashiach. So we see that Yitzhiyas Mishraim is not going to be mentioned then. So how can you say, Kol comes to the Hobbit Yemais HaMashiach? So the Chachom answered as follows, Laish Te'oki Yitzhiyas Mishraim Im Kaimah. It's not that Mitzrayim is going to be completely discontinued that we for completely forget about it. Rather, when it comes to Yemaisa Mashiach, the main thing will be talking about the great miracles that are going to happen then. It won't be forgotten, but it'll be secondary to that. Similarly, we find a similar idea. HaKosh Baruch says to Yaakov, your name should not be called Yaakov anymore. Ki im Yisrael Yeshemechov. But you should be, only be called Yisrael. Says the Gemara, Laisha Yaakov, Shehya Oka Yaakov Im Not that Yaakov will never, you'll never be referred to as Yaakov again. 
Elo Yisrael Ika. Yisrael is the main name, but Yaakov Tovala, Yaakov is sort of subsidiary to it. And in fact, if you look at the top Rashi, what does that mean? Shahari Motsino, in Pashas Vayigash, we find Shakura Kashboko Yaakov, in after Acha Zais. In other words, even after Hakashboko has said to Yaakov, you will no longer be, be called Yaakov, you'll be, be called Yisrael, we find Hakashboko still calls him Yaakov. Baritalem Israel, when he went down to Israel, Shenema Yom Kimli Yisrael, Yaakov Yaakov, he said Yaakov Yom Hineni. So you see, he still calls him Yaakov. So he will still be known as Yaakov, but Yaakov will be the secondary name. Yisrael will be the main name. V'chein Ruaymer, similarly, it says, Altis Gurishonus, V'kadmanus, Altis Bononu. Don't recall what happened previously. In other words, the other uh, um, redemptions of Bovel, Modai, and Yovan, which happened many, many years before that, Altis don't even remember that. V'kadmanus, Altis Bonu. But the, um, don't, th- don't, th- Think about earlier events. When it comes to say, don't even uh, remember what happened. That's the previous. What happened in Bovon Modai and Yovon. But when it comes for Kadmonis Altis Bononu, it means only don't concentrate it on, on it. That's how you first hear some shrine. But you still say it. It will no longer be the most important thing, but it will still come to be. And in fact, the Gemara carries on. I'm bringing a new miracle. What is a new miracle? That is the war of Gogamogo, which will happen before Mashiach comes. That Moshe the Gemara explains the idea of Mitzias Yisrael becoming secondary and the Nisim happening at the time it will be primary. Moshe Lamadavad is there, so Moshe is compared to Adam Shemahalafadera. A person was going on the way, or Pogabazevinitz on many. He was he he had a a, a a wolf confronted him and he was saved from it. He went about telling everybody about the story about how he was saved from the wolf. Pogabai Arivanitzelmen, then later he was confronted by a lion and he was saved from the lion. He sort of forgot about what had previously happened and he talked about that he was saved from a lion. Finally, Pogabai Nochashwanitzelmen, a snake confronted him and he was saved from that, which seems to be that, uh, that is even a bigger miracle. Shokhamasashneim, if you get all about the wolf and the lion, and he only t- t- told the story about the snake. Avkach Yisrael, so too is Yisrael. Sarasachrinos, Meshachos, Esarishinos. The, 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 the great nissan that are gonna happen afterwards caused the earlier ones to be forgotten. Now we've talked about Yaakov, we're just finishing off now. Abraham, Abram, who Abraham? Now there's a posuk, this is actually a posuk in Divya Yomim. Avram, who Avram? Because first he was called Avram, and then, like, Yukoreshimai Avram, Kim Avraham. Originally, he was called Av, a father to Aram. Aram is where he lived. So the word Avram is a contraction of that word of Av Laram. And afterwards, he became an, uh, a father to the entire world because it says Avhamayin Gaim, and Avraham is a contraction of Avhamayin. So that's why it was changed. Right? Um, Sorai he Soro. Now, first she was called Sorai. And then after she was called Soro. So Batchila Nasis Sorai Lumoso. At first she became a princess only to her own people, because Sorai means like my prince. Just to a few people. After she when she changed her name from Sorai to Soro, she became a princess for the whole world. Tony Bakapara, Kala Karila Abraham Abram, Ivabase. 
whoever calls Avraham by the name of Avram is over Baasei. Right? He's transgressed a positive commandment. Shinem, as it says, Shim Avraham, your name shall be Avraham. So we're not allowed to call anyone anymore Avram. Or if you call, or you refer to Avraham, let's put it that way, you mustn't call him Avram. Rebelezer Ome, even more, over Belangav, you transgress a negative commandment, right? Because the Possek says, You should not be no, 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 no longer be called Avram. Says the Gemara Elamata, according to that, Why do we just mention that by you, you're over an assay, on over a love? If you call Abraham, Abram. But Sarah also changed her name, she changed her name from Sarai to Sarah. But it doesn't mention that you're over a basse, or you've done a love, anything like that, if you do that. Answer the Gemara, no. Hasam Kutshubrichu Omel Avram. There, Hakushbachu tells Avram, Regarding Sarai, Sarai Ishtachos, Sarai is your wife, Lo'sikra Shemo, Sarai Kisar Roshemo. You from now on should call her Sarah, not Sarai. But that's Hashem telling Avram, he's not telling the whole world to do that. That was just a personal thing for Avram. Elamehata, according to that, Akarele Yaakov Yaakov Hochanami. If you call Yaakov Yaakov and not Yisrael, you should also be, because it says, Lo'yikare Shemcha Oid Yaakov. And this wasn't said to anyone specific. Uh, like in the case of Sora, so why aren't you over allowed for that as well? That that is case is different as we said in Rashi before, because Akashbahu after telling him to to change his name from Yaakov to Israel still calls him Yaakov. He says, this is a posuk in the Chemnah, but we say this every day in Davening, Atahu Hashem Elakim, you Hashem God, Asher Bukharato Ba'avram, who chose Avram. Then it carries on, Vasamto Shema Avram, afterwards you change the name to Avram. But how can he, how can he use the name Avram? You're over Baseh, you're over Elav, if you say the name, mention Avram. Omalei, so he answered him, no, Hosem Novi, who to come asad elishvoche drachmona, might have him a korah. There, the Novi, there, as we said, is in the Chemyah, is arranging the praises of Hashem and saying what had happened previously. In other words, he means that Koshbohu chose Avram while his name, he chose that man while his name was still Avram. And then he changed his name to Avram. So he wasn't saying now we should call him Avram. He was saying at the time when you chose him, his name was Avram. And then afterwards, of course, he changed the name to Avraham. Finish the Perek. Next week, we'll start again from the beginning to do Chazorah. This is, I've discussed that with the Rov, and he said we should, because they're about a good two or three blood behind us. So the best thing is, he says, to do Chazorah. We'll start from the beginning, but obviously we'll go at a much faster pace than what we've done it first time round. Huh? Yeah, well, tonight was not complicated, Gomorrah, so you can.